Hey, Starburns listeners, Ben Schwartz here, and I'm here to plug. Here I go. I am in a new movie with Noel Wells on Netflix. It is called Happy Anniversary. It is out right now. You All you have to do is basically go on your computer or whatever device you want. You just click on it, and there we are. It's, it's me. It's Noel Wells, and it's the story of a couple on their three-year anniversary. They wake up, and on that moment, Noel's character is done. She feels like she doesn't think she can take any more of the relationship. And throughout the course of the movie, which takes place in over the course of 24 hours, you flash back to all the good, the bad everything that encompasses this relationship to try to find out if these two actually will stay together or if they won't stay together. It's right now. It is a romantic comedy. Me and Noel Wells, written, directed by Jared Stern. Netflix, happy anniversary. Starburns, lots of words, ending with exclamation. When's it going to end? It just did. Another tag. And now it's done. It's a good show. Hey guys, uh, this is a new episode of Get High and Save the World. I'm Barry Rothbart. I'm Lucas Neff, and uh, we have an amazing guest. Uh, I know your your instinct is to shut off the your podcast listening right device right if now. If I were you, I'd be have but, already uh, skipped this episode. Don't do don't skip this part. This part is integral. right now. What I'm saying right now. Uh, this is a good friend of mine. He's, a, he's an amazingly he's not a friend of mine. Prolific. You just met him. Just met him. Um, he's. I hope we become handsome, friends. and he's one of the Very good uh, great he's, teeth. He's an amazingly accomplished writer, comedy writer. Uh, he wrote on Workaholics. Uh, he's he's written movies. Uh, he's a. This is the blurb he wanted me to say. Scotty Landis is a writer and no nonsense man. I'm of so the glad people. you got to the blurb because honestly, it was, uh, you were clearly struggling. No, no, it's it was easy. <laughs> okay. I, know, I love this guy. Yeah, he's a writer and no nonsense man of the people. Nonsense and. And uh, he enjoys Van Halen and traveling alone. So ah, that's okay. Well, it's that's, good to be self self sufficient. And that's Scotty Landis. So guys, stay tuned. This is a really good episode. We found out about his writing life. Oh yeah, and, his and he charity. also uh, he also yeah his charity. Right? Yeah, he has a charity. Uh, it's called Mud Flap. And it's uh, products with a guy with a beer gut, and all the proceeds uh, of the products he sells goes to the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. Yeah, so if you stay tuned, you can you can uh, hear about uh, how he sells bikinis to save the world, and how easy it is for you to sell bikinis to save the world, if that's something that interests you. Yes, and we get into kombucha, so oh, stay dude. tuned. Oh, fuck yeah. Stay tuned. Let's smoke. <laughs> Get high and save the world with Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. Well, guys, it's another seamless beginning to an episode of Get High and Save the World with Barry Rothbard and Lucas Neff. We have Scotty Landis here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have what you just here. said, but I, I'm pretty amazed that you somehow like did the most annoying thing people could yeah. do in this business. You I know. just sent postcards? Yeah, a lot. I always sent I like sent postcards to friends generally, but then I saw that this show had gotten picked up, but I didn't even know what that meant. And then I looked up the production office. And it was a Stella. Stella. It was a, yeah. Yeah, a show called Stella on Comedy Central. And I started sending postcards and just being like, hey, I'll work for free. I, I mean, I just graduated school, so what I didn't have... What was on have... the postcards? Like Empire State Building, Statue yeah, of Liberty? All Florida. They all were Florida. all because I used to live in Pensacola Beach, and I found this place called the Shark Museum, and they sold <laughs> as many postcards as you could buy, you know, Shut two up. bucks or whatever, and they were all from the early 80s, like Panama City, and I just used to buy boxes. I still have about 20. 
So it was a bit. You were doing a bit. Yeah, I used oh, to. I worked in a management company, <clears throat> um, building management as a temp, and my job was just to stuff uh, every single part. So you were prepared and e- for for this experience in every way. You had the yes. the technique of a. Yes. You were like a a, a, a sensei yeah. of pushing paper. Yes, exactly. You know That's what, what they Small call them. Yeah. Slips of paper. They you call were, me sensei. Yeah, you were. The, the, <laughs> Scotty, this Sensei Scotty. Yeah, they called me that all the time, actually. So you get a call, they were like, we love your postcards. Will you do sound for no reason? Basically, the only only employee besides the producers. Yeah, I mean, it really did happen exactly that way. The only person besides the producers that had been hired, I think, was a writer's assistant so they could get a jump on the writing. And uh, so this dude named Ryan uh, was like, Hey, yeah, I've been getting these. Uh, here's the email, and uh, send me your resume, and I'll see if I can help you get work. And I had zero things on my resume besides like waiting tables. And then they called and asked if I wanted to be David Wayne's stand-in. I mean, it's all making sense That's so amazing. far. Yeah, yeah this is, and it's the easiest to track and follow story yeah, I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, and this was yeah. Again, I'd lived in New York for like five weeks, so I was just like, let's just try to get in touch with people. And uh, you're great at that. Yeah, yeah I try to keep everybody. <laughs> I just together. love I love the part of the interview process where they're like, so. You know, uh, t- you know, name some people in New York as references. You know, and there's like everybody's like we've n- before five weeks we'd never heard of the guy. Yeah, I he know. just showed up five yeah. weeks ago, firing him away. <laughs> he was the greatest stand-in we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I didn't even get that because I'm taller than he is, and I kind I oh, they didn't know who I was. I hadn't showed up at the office yet, and I was like, well, how tall is he? And he's pretty tall. He's like six feet taller. Did you try no. slouching, David Wayne? I think he's so. Did short. you try? Are you trying to tell us? Let everybody out there know that you're over six feet yeah. tall right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> He was so much shorter. He's, he's like a stout, like six four. And so I, he's a stout six four. I remember looking down at him. Yeah, those husky so boys. Bad. Yeah, um, yeah, hockey yeah. puck, hockey puck, uh, Wayne over there. That's it. Yeah. No, he. Uh, yeah, they. But they were like, "Oh yeah, you're too tall." And then they were like, "Can you do anything else?" I was like, "I'll work any position." And then they hired me to be a sound PA, a job that I'd never done, didn't know anything about sound. But basically, I just ran cables from cameras to the mixer and. So I you did. didn't know you wanted to be a writer. You didn't know any of that stuff. You were just like, I want to be in the business, because and the I have postcards. The progression of this is guy with postcard right. becomes sound thing, right? then writes a bunch, yep. and then now sells bikinis yes. to help the ACLU. You're really good parenthood. at putting things in context. Yeah. <laughs> that was really- It feels, right? yeah. I mean, it's a direct line in my yeah. mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it's, all makes perfect sense. Yeah. A to B to C. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, yeah it's the only- there is a weird connection. It's just when I got on Twitter and started doing all this. The belly is a guy I took a photo of in St. Martin. Oh, so yeah, let me, I, I, I just want to, like, I, Lucas, you know, you don't know Scotty as well as I do. Scotty and I, I'd say no, I best know. friends. Like, oh, we're or closer, close. yeah. We're close. <laughs> so like lovers? Closer than best friends. Yeah. Lovers? Yeah, I would you say. just hug, a, like family? long hugs? Yeah. 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 I've uh-huh. known Scotty for a long time, and uh, I was surprised to find out that in addition to being a really accomplished writer, which we'll get into, you... For some reason, I didn't know it was a charity. You have a a, a fundraising sure. company yeah. that feeds into the ACLU and the Planned Parenthood. That's right. Um, which I think you mostly sell bikinis from your Instagram. That no, no, like I mean one piece, one piece, one piece, sell like one crazy, piece. sell yeah. like crazy. Um, yeah, you you also sell well, yeah, one piece swimsuits as well. Yeah. And I asked but you about all it. women's swimsuits. All women's, only women's. They yeah. don't really make, that company's a British company, they don't make very good looking men's stuff. Not even funny looking. So I've been waiting <laughs> to find somebody that'll make board shorts or something. Okay, so wow, you are planning you to expand. Board shorts. As a, as Expensive. A, as a man oh. who loves both the ACLU and Planned Parenthood yes. and to swim, 
I was disappointed to learn that I couldn't purchase any swimwear from your, you can. From your organization right now. A camera guy I love to work with, a guy named Benji, bought an extra large, and he wears it at parties. So anybody, the one, really good looking. The women's one piece, yeah, they're, that's they're, great. They're really good looking swimsuits. Do you design them? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. How was that easy for you? I mean, apparently you can do anything based on your backstory. <laughs> yeah, you just no, I'm literally... bad at billiards. <laughs> um, it was easy. I had the design because it's a photo of a real guy that I saw when I was young, and I, I took my first yeah, adult a, vacation. A when photo I of first... a man's belly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's his whole body, but yeah. I, I've cropped it so he can't sue me one day. But it's uh, oh, so it's a real guy. It's a real dude. Does, he, he doesn't know. No, he has no idea. Um, like early on, I just took the head off, and people thought for years I was just like a, a obese guy from Maryland. And uh, <laughs> and so when I meet people to this day, a lot of times people will be like, "If you hadn't had Instagram, I you I pictured the sunburnt belly every time I thought about you." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." I didn't know what Twitter was going to be, so I didn't put my face on or use my real name. I thought it was going to be like a fad and go yeah. away really quick, and then it just kept it's still going. And so I kind of blew that on the marketing side How, of things. I, so from my perspective, it you know I see all these photos on your Instagram <laughs> of these attractive women that have yeah. your bathing suit. For a while, I thought you were dating all these girls. No, no, which no, is no. not and I guess dressing not the reality. and forcing them to wear the same swimsuit. Yes, I know. Somebody like... asked me that today. Actually, somebody, a girl was like, "What's the deal with those swimsuits? Do you just ask girls to put on the same swimsuit?" And I was like, "No." An attractive quality in a man. I've got follow up questions and a lot of time I want to spend with you. Yeah, and I'm walking. I thought you asked you. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so, <laughs> all right. so go. Let's go back a tiny bit. So you, what, what made you start this? Um, you, you wanted to do a charity. Why the ACLU and Planned Parenthood? Yeah, I think both of those. Well, Planned Parenthood, yeah, I always... All right, all right. So, I guess the very... So, I used to send things for free. I still give things away for free on Twitter and social media because I always felt it... I thought it was so impersonal that you never actually got to know anybody and you never had anything tangible. So, I would send postcards. Then it was like beer You love the postcards. Hats. This was like yeah. your, your big... That was the breakthrough. <laughs> it's like bats for Batman. Handwritten notes, man. Yeah. No one hates getting mail. Postcard band. Yeah. When was the last time you just got a postcard... Par, postcard out of the blue it's like it doesn't happen no no but when you're you right. do you're kind of happy about it and you're like who sent me this and you think of them <laughs> and, and it's you, like, you and then it's usually it. me and then you give them a job yeah because like, you're like what, what, what do you want to do that? Man? what do you yeah. want to do you want to be my business manager you know come yeah on, come aboard come on man uh yeah and then i sent so i sent free stuff forever but i everybody really liked the brand of this guy's belly like white on black or whatever whatever the koozies were going to be it's and sticky. then i knew it was going towards Beachwear eventually because like growing up in the 80s and 90s but really the 80s like one piece swimsuits were such a thing it was like you would just see like like Baywatch was emerging yeah. and like in movies it was still like Baywatch 80s was enough. always emerging yeah. for sure that's the yeah, right word right. there was something sexier about a one piece too uh, whatever yeah. so cares? that was that and then I, I don't I, know why I said that I asked a bunch of uh, people that I work with in wardrobe if they could help me get the design done and they use very professional people that hand make things one at a time so they're so like you knew that this was for a charity at that point. Yeah, or you I, just were like, this is I was gonna be never going to sell anything, and I like any other things that I make or whatever. I just give those away for free to anybody that wants them. But the bathing suit specifically. What's the thing you you've given away for free? Koozies, hats, oh, yeah, shirts, yeah. ties, beach towels. And you design all of them? those. Those discs Frisbees. I gave you guys. I just, Do you design all of them? Yeah. Wow. And I just mail it all out and give it to people because it's fun. And and then I run into people that have it, or people send photos at weddings with it around the world. It's cool. It's not usual. Usually comics sell merch. You're not a comic, but yeah. they sell merch, and they just keep it, like, 
yeah. greedy assholes. But yeah. you're, you're like, you want to do charity. I thought it was... Yeah, that's a ba- Well, then I got to the bathing suits and I found this company, Bags of Love, and then they're like... Which Brit- you can find at bagsoflove.com? Yes. And they're a British company. And so those ship from England, which is so insane because I couldn't find anybody to make them at the right price here. But anyways, I decided I had enough social media following and I think enough people... Uh, always asked for stuff so i was like i'll be able to sell something eventually and then as like the republicans and the trump administration took over i started pumping Ooh, more sorry. yeah i know I, I mean every day uh, <laughs> every day you hear that joke? <laughs> fuck i thought it was funny. no 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 I, it's every day i i wish that were true uh and then i wanted a way to sell something that people on both sides might buy just because i didn't say like hey here's a Here's the liberal swimsuit support whoever. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, yeah, people are going to want to wear these in fun. And then I, I gave about 25 or 30 away to friends that I knew would wear them or at least enjoy them. And then... And you told them take photos. No. No. Yeah, that would be a lot. No. Videos. Yeah, right. So take videos. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't tell them to... I didn't... I don't ask people to do any of that stuff. And then I've sold about... I don't know, maybe... I haven't checked lately, but probably about 70 or 80 just to randos around the world. That's amazing. That's yeah. so cool. And it go, 100% of the proceeds go to yeah. why the ACLU and why Planned Parenthood in particular? Planned Parenthood, because I used to use it in, in high school. Whoa, yeah. Uh, yeah you, you know, did, just bro. like <laughs> if I dated a girl and she didn't want to tell her parents about <laughs> birth control, not even like yeah. Plan B or anything, yeah. just yeah. birth control, you had to go there. So, yeah. and it was sure, the man. first thing I remember being like, thank God this exists. And that like a 16 year old can like go and not, uh, yeah, it was great. Basically, it's the first thing Good on that you, I was man. like, it is unreal. Yeah, like you're it's, a, it's a smart a, one teenager. of the best services that there is. How could anybody be against anything? Like it's like it's so crazy. I know awesome. the reason they, but what is the reason? Well, abortion. <laughs> they just made abortion and they connected to Planned Parenthood, even though that's such a small part of and what birth they do. control. They for some reason people hate birth control. Well, you I know, don't know why. It's all it's all to do with the same thing. It's just, exactly. uh, it's, it's religious difference. Uh, it's, uh, religious things. That's right. Um, but anyway, yeah. so the, I picked ACLU because of. Um, I feel like Wendy Williams is on in every Planned Parenthood when I've been in the waiting room. <laughs> is that true? Can anyone verify that? Anyone listening? Yeah, uh, guys, uh, we've got uh, Emma and Rebecca. And yeah. You guys could look up and see if Wendy Williams is playing yeah. at Planned Parenthood. If, uh, if that's always what's playing at Planned Parenthood, we could look that up. That'd be terrific. Every time I've gone. Uh, you know, I love. I think this is a great moment here to take a break, guys. Oh, God, just the throat closed up in the middle of that sentence there. You all right? Uh, I think it's time for... The first, yeah, are you saying it? Oh, we can't hear it, but it's on this day. Right, Scott. On this this day. day. This is is where we say a positive thing that happened on this day. Uh, So not a lot positive has happened on this day in history. uh, Just so you know, guys, today is is October 17th, which is not the day this episode is going to air, but it's the day we recorded. So on this day that we recorded, I hope you enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a few things for you guys. Few? Oh, a few. Wow. Well, because okay. none of them were great, so I got a few good things, and I hopefully together, like the Power Rangers, they can form the giant robot that smashes, you know, right. negativity. Great. The Statue of Liberty in Ghostbusters Two. Was today. Yeah. Was today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, now the first one's out of the book. We'll skip to number two. <laughs> that was today. Okay. Mm-hmm. In right. 1604, mm. on October the 17th, 1604, Kepler's supernova. German astronomer Johannes Kepler observes a supernova in the constellation Ophiuchus. 
Um, one, I like the constellation because it kind of has my name in it, Lucas of Flucus. Um, and then two, I thought this was just a cool thing that uh, we witnessed something so cosmic and amazing uh, that early in history, you know, early days of astronomy. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a really cool thing, I think. It's a, it's a cool thing. Yeah. Really Supernovas are cool. I, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, if you just imagine it, put yourself there. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't help is but Kepler feel some awe. Is got killed? No. Uh, they all got killed, right? Yeah. They I mean, killed you know, for being smart back then, right? I mean, that's generally, yeah. right? Yeah. People don't like it. 1888, guys. Oof. 17th of October. Thomas Edison mm. files a patent <laughs> for the... Mm. <laughs> for the... Uh, Thomas Edison files a mm. patent for the optical phonograph. Oh, wow. Which is uh, the first movie. Oh. All right? So there you go. I there thought you that go. was that like you wouldn't have a job. Yeah, oh all of God. all of our careers were broke, uh, Scotty were <sighs> privately owned by Thomas Edison at one point. Eighteen eighty eight. Long We'd time. We'd all be ago. paying yeah. him money. You okay. know how many um, are there? <clears throat> there's one more. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> you've really, you've really. Today's not a great day. Yeah, no, I'm in. You know, it's just timing, honestly. Uh, 1979, October 17th, the mm. Department of Education Organization Act is signed into law, creating the U.S. Department of Education and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Oh, that's a big one. Those are huge. Those that that, that you know, that's everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's all They're the schools, the ones who give all the, the public a, schools. B, C to restaurants. Right? Oh, well, I hope so. Aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D. Yeah. I'm a C D's. guy. Yeah, yeah I'm a C yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so HHS. I, I want to quickly go into, so you're you're working as a sound person. Yeah, sound PA. So how do you become one of the preeminent, and for people who don't know Scotty, he's one of the biggest comedy writers I've ever met. No, no, no. You are. Yeah, he's medium, like, he towers very towers over <laughs> You towers do have over a way of like, getting your hands in everything. I do. I do. I have a lot of projects going on, but I'm, um, yeah, very, very average. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you're a sound you're a sound person, sound PA, and then sound PA. after Got the uh, how quickly it, did they find out you didn't know anything about sound? The guy, a guy named Griffin, who was the mixer, I and love that dude. he was a great. You probably worked Griffin with him. the mixer. I'm serious. Yeah, in New York, maybe. Did Griffin? you ever do like a Thirty Rock or anything like that? No. Oh yeah, he's. I turned uh, it down. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, wisely. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. you don't want to tarnish your name. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, oh, he they. The guy that taught me was just like really cool and was just happy that I showed up on time. I was polite to everybody, like stayed out of the way. It's it was just quick Isn't training. That funny? He also so gave me a bottle of Jameson. All you need to do weeks. to be a successful sound guy is stay out of the way. Doesn't it feel nice. true for most jobs? Yeah, is like. If you just kind of are a person that just keeps going, like people end up going, yeah, like, it's here, so go. hard, isn't it? It's so hard to so do hard. that. It's so <laughs> yeah. hard. It yeah. is. Nearly impossible. But most, yeah, no, most jobs are like, oh, that person shows up, does the one thing, doesn't bother anybody, <laughs> yeah. doesn't necessarily, yeah. like, doesn't smell, and then yeah. you're like, cool, like having them around. Really good, really good, good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good dude. dude. Yeah. yeah, gets it done. He gets in, he gets out, he gets it done. That's yeah, why we yeah. hired him. That's yeah, and those postcards. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it said on the postcards. Yeah. I get in, I get you know, I get out, I get done. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I get lazy. I'll just be like, if anybody wants a postcard with like a dick drawn on it, and then I just sit there with a Sharpie and do it on like 10 and then sit, fill it out and mail it to everybody. But To, uh, to prospective bosses? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> wow. I did, when I was working at that wow. management company, the one thing is I started noticing celebrity names on apartments, so I would write down all the celebrity names. This was... Because they owned the buildings that people had units in, so yeah. you'd see like a lot of New York, like the, like Michael Rappaport was one person, oh, so you'd go Penny to the, Marshall, to the buzzers, 
And yeah. I would just like they were basically they they already had the things printed, and I was just stuffing envelopes for like fire violations or whatever, and then just mailing them. And whenever I'd see Helmut Lang or I'd see like New York, like Simon Doonan or so, I would just write down their stuff, and Ooh. then I would send them. <laughs> he decorates the Barney window at Barney's. Okay. He's a window yeah, dresser. Yeah, yeah. New York. Right? No, New he's York. not enough of a name for you to just say uh, his name. Abe Vigoda. Oh, Abe, I love Ooh, Abe. You uh, sent Abe a postcard. Yeah, I yeah. did. That's so you, crazy. Um, and I would send everybody these postcards, and I would say, uh, like, uh, hey, Abe. So great talking <laughs> you to you. Said everybody a postcard that said, "Hey, Abe." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was really confusing. Hey, Abe. so you, big so, fan of your work. Would they get back to you? Uh, no, because you don't have a return address on postcard. But I would sign Scotty Landis like really big, like half the cards. So they would be like Penny Marshall. I sent her one or two. Christina Aguilera, and I would just be like. Penny, your wisdom is so important to me, and uh, it's always nice running into you, and I can't wait to see you again. Keep in touch, and then be like, Scotty Landis. <laughs> so you just lie. Well, I was just feeding. Oh, yeah. They were total lies. I never met any That's of these so people. Funny. I still never met any of these people, except David Wayne, who I did someone to, and I told him. He's like, yeah, I don't remember getting that. So, <laughs> but like, uh, I just thought it would be funny like, if people would just be like, I wanted somebody to go like, Turn to their assistant and say, who the fuck is Scotty Landis? And then have somebody Google it. And then she's like, I have no idea. And it was nobody. I was just a waiter and stuff. That's, uh, you ever do that with email addresses? I used to get high and I'd do like MerylStreep at gmail.com yeah. and just be like, hey, Meryl, how's it going? That's uh, the case <laughs> a lot no of time. Work. I put no work into it. <laughs> Tom Hanks at gmail.com. What's up, Tom? <laughs> So I bet some people responded to you. <laughs> no, Not the no one, one you person. think. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I just did that for a whole winter once. So fun. how did you cross wow. from sound into into writing then? When yeah. did that start? Because one of the actresses that was a regular on Stella asked me to go to a comedy show that she was performing on, and it was called Hot Tub, and it was Kurt Brownoller and Kristen Schultz's sure, sure, sure. second hot tub ever in Whoa. New York at the Old Pit. Yeah. And so I went and that hot, pit was they great, impressed yeah. me, the little black box Loved one. It. Yeah. And then they impressed me so much that I was like, uh, it was like the first time I was, I'd felt like I'd, I'd seen somebody with the same exact sense of humor or so close that I didn't feel left out or weird or something. Mm -hmm. So I remember I just like, uh, I couldn't stop watching them, but I thought they were famous because they're already performing in New York and stuff. And neither one had ever worked in anything or they weren't names yet and so i just started supporting them and i basically went to every hot tub for the first two or three years and they started using me as plants in different bits in the audience i'd like nobody knew who i was so i was a really good plant for them and then uh, i started and you writing like a for guy them. who would go to a show just a regular just a guy, guy comedy guy yeah, yeah, yeah i was broke i was a comedy guy <laughs> yeah. um had like long chops I mean, you really worked your way you up from the bottom oh, yeah man. Oh. like you really you really fucking climbed every rung i did for yeah, sure i did it was it was about six years of writing i would sometimes send them scripts for hot tub that they would use <clears throat> and then when they started getting pilots they would like hire me or recommend me for jobs and i started doing the same with a group of girls called the variety shack where i would just hold the camera and work chelsea the door pretty. yeah chelsea pretty yeah uh and they i would work the door and sell t-shirts and stuff and they'd pay me 20 bucks and then when they... So you were just the guy to go to if you need a guy. And I would hang out. I wouldn't tell That's everybody so I was a writer. Yeah, I would just like, hang out. Yeah. You're just you the guy. You were just a chill dude who got it done. I think so. So I mean, far, so you have to inject yourself. I was in And New now York. you're literally saving the ACLU and Planned Parenthood every day. Uh, yeah, man. You I mean, like, the, the, if there's a formula for life right there. Hey, man. <coughs> they're all crying. about free. I'm getting crying right now. I'm weeping. I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> let's just put worse. it out there. Let's embrace our emotion. I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, be a decent dude. 
get it done, stay out of the way, yeah. and then go save the world. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dope, man. And- <laughs> I really, I mean, your sincerity is jarring. <laughs> you said that like the cops are listening. I know, I know. I, know. I felt sad. Uh, you know? No, sorry. I just, I'm impressed. I was like, Thanks, that's really man. cool, yeah. man. Well, that's nice. Yeah, something really, uh... Well, you know. But there was like, in that time in New York, it happened to like, that was Rafifi was coming mm-hmm. up. Do you know about Rafifi? There was like and this the theater. The monkey from The Lion King? The I monkey don't know. from The Lion King. He was on his yeah. way up <laughs> and everybody. has returned. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I mean, that was that was yeah, no, it was like, there was, it was was like the UCB before there was a UCB and it was uh, like a, it was like particularly like you happen to hit like Forrest Gump you happen to hit like the perfect time yeah, to get involved in this it's really true I was watching this is a big stretch but I was watching the history of the Eagles uh, the documentary it's such a good documentary <laughs> I'm assuming it's the band I don't know anything the, about yeah. it I'm just <laughs> guessing it's the no, band yeah the Philadelphia Eagles uh, no <laughs> the band I think it's on. HBO, but um, I mean, I also thought the birds, maybe. Yeah, you know, I was like, it's a long doc. It goes way back. I was like, that's so amazing. That's so great. They respected their subject material <laughs> that much. Installments, yeah. The history of the eagles. <sighs> Only the, you know, that's about the shit animal. <laughs> the eagles, man. That's what it feels. Yeah, man. I, I would watch it. Planet Earth's a huge hit. People yeah. love that show. Yeah, man. Especially in Let's active 3D. It. If you can ever see one of those nature things in 3D, highly recommend. Yeah, that's you cool. really feel like you're learning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, but it's the same thing as the old pit. That's where, yeah. And it was the that, history of the Eagles. Yeah, because when all the bands came together, it was like it was at weird... one club. It was all to watch Linda Ronstadt. They were all house band, and they all just got there. Like Jackson Brown was living above or below Glenn Fry oh, in like yeah. basically in like Los Feliz. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like above or below the the venue, like in the um, sewer. I can't remember. In the sewer yeah. below Jackson Brown yeah. crouched yeah, with his guitar. Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's the same thing. They all just happen to be there at the exact same time. And I feel like out here in Chicago both you were a Chicago guy, right? No, New York. I okay. was a Chicago yeah. guy. It's weird it's my best friend that you don't know that. Yeah, I know. Well we're closer than that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're almost lovers. Yeah. No no but you're right. It was it was a weird time. Like around that time it was like at, this comedy boom was was like in the infancy yeah. and it was just starting to happen. Yes. And I got out at, just before things started going well. Did you come here? <laughs> I did. I went oh, to L.A., yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. But then everybody else did, too, just five yeah. years later or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it just yeah. built a team. But, yeah, I was just the guy uh, that would hang out and write for people and pitch. I was good in a pitch. So oh. you were sort of like, yeah, you were sort of like in the room with stuff. The first pitch like... I ever had, I was walking up and the Variety Shack's manager goes, all right, Scotty, you're leading this. You do all the talking girls. You fill everything in. And I'd never pitched. I thought I was just there as Who's the, the writer. I forget, but I will remember by the end of okay. this. I feel like I see this guy with like a mustache, just like Harvey a blazer, Weinstein. just like just sweating. Was, more like a what? Sorry, no, he, he was. Uh, I just burped. He was a good guy, but he just didn't. I, nobody had pitched, so I'm just standing. It was IFC, and we sold the pilot. And what was the pilot? It was called City Dog Park, and it was a sketch show. Before, like, this was like 10 years ago or more. This is probably 10 years ago. And it was the four characters had different walks of life and they met every morning at the same New York dog park. And then each one of them would have a sketch that spiraled out about their experience of the day. You know, they would tell stories and then it was yeah, a three line. And stuff like that, so yeah. we shot it and Todd Barry was in it. That was fun. And it was snowed the whole time. It was really weird. And then. We shot like shoestring. Yeah, I feel like and I've never seen and... any type of of comedy show where it's snowing constantly. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, and it was a dog park, so dogs were just remember. eating it on the ice. And real, we couldn't shut <laughs> down the park. We didn't have enough budget. So <laughs> the cool thing about New York is you can shoot on the, you can just record on the streets, yeah, and you does. don't, you can just have, you know, you don't have to clear everybody, you don't have to lock everything down. You're allowed, to, but like out here, you can't do that. Or Vegas, you definitely can't do that. So oh, it just makes yeah, it easier place just to just shoot like, New just York life. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, and you, uh, and I know now that you're you're working on a. I you told me you're working on a Blumhouse, and I feel like yeah, Blumhouse is they make movies for like ten grand or I don't know how they make like, one, three, or five million dollar movies. Oh right, right. And that's depending on if they think it's going to just go digital or the big enough name attached or whatever. But yeah, I did sell a horror movie, straight horror, not a comedy horror, to Blumhouse, and it's supposed to start shooting in January. That's amazing. And on that note, let's take a smoke break. Smoke break. Smoke break. Smoke break. <laughs> Should I tell my usual story? It was at a Tool concert. Yeah. Yeah, Tool. Brad Maynard, you know the Tool? Yeah, I'm a big Tool fan. You are? Yeah. They were behind the screen, and it was blowing my mind. It was really bad. It was a really bad high. It was too much. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 scary. I am a Tool fan. I actually was in Portland for a bachelor party, and they went to a strip club, and it's like, I find them very boring. I think. Oh, I think yeah. But I'm good for now. But then a stripper came out and danced to the wall, and everybody like turned the stage. Everybody was like, I know the pieces. Was this your sexual awakening? It was. It was. I feel like the the mood lifts when you smoke again. It's it's a really amazing thing, right? Well, the, yeah. that would be the uh, euphoria. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That'd be the intense euphoric feeling. Yeah. Brought to you by, I think, the sour diesel. Do you think if if uh, if everyone smoked weed instead of drinking, all crime would be gone? No, no. But I think, I it think would petty drop. shoplifting <laughs> would go through the fucking yeah. roof. Like really? petty larceny would be skyrocketing. But I think all, like most other crimes. I think would a go lot down. of crime. I do I too. Mean, like, violent crime. Violent, violent crime, crime for sure. Yeah. Uh, if we outlaw like, alcohol. Instead of weed, I think. Yeah, but, that I mean, yeah. that's that's about as far as I'm going to get it. With if that if you outlawed alcohol, though, wouldn't would people stop drinking it? I feel like we no. tried this, so yeah. like, we there's nothing we can it. do. We can't go back. Yeah, we'd have to kill people who made it. Yeah, that's weird that there was prohibition at all. Anyways, like that at 100. When was it? 1900s, probably. 1919s. Yeah, yeah it's right in 1931, there. I think. Yeah, Something so like that. just no drinking anymore. That is insane. Can you, yeah, the whole country, nobody. Yeah, and it lasted a long time. It lasted like eight or ten years, right? Yeah, it was a like pretty twelve years, yeah. But yeah. some of the best years of our of our country, at least, yeah, at least writing wise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really was. It's some of the best comedies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do you? Uh, I I was thinking about this the other day. Like, it I would watched... be tougher to get in as a sound guy back then, though. You're damn right. Just Cole Porter is the only game in town. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, you gotta send him postcards. <laughs> Slip them between oh the keys. That's all they did back then. Yeah, it was, was no Cole big Porter deal. Sound PA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just be like, "This guy is also sending me postcards, just like everyone else." Um, fuck, I had something so good to say. Oh 
yeah, yeah, I was I was watching. We were talking the last time. By the way, <clears throat> can I mention how you stood me up that one time? Yes, that's fine because I've never done that before. It was crazy. We made a time to hang out, and uh, I went. I should have confirmed, I guess, but I went to where we were going to meet, and I I got stood up. He just forgot. Ah, oh, man, that's a bummer. I've, Why'd you do that? I was in. I almost something. respected it. It was so yeah. It just was so crazy. Without, I, it was one of those things too. I was in a writer's room, and I came out, and I, my phone had been turned off, and it like. Facebook messages popped up, which I usually don't use Messenger on that very much, and it was like, hey, man, I'm almost there. Hey, man, I'm outside upstairs, because it was that red oh, line, the, I the, think. The, 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 the story that the messages yeah. told <laughs> yeah. was really funny. Yeah. I'm upstairs, dude, just making sure. <laughs> and then it's just like, still upstairs. Yeah, but then Barry's smart enough to be like, maybe we got wires crossed, or I should have confirmed. I'll give yeah. it like 10 more minutes. And then I was like, all right, I dude. I felt so stupid, man. I was like, they were looking at me. I ordered a drink. I, I ended up just I'm like so having to go Sorry. there. I, I even told them I was waiting for when a When did friend. this happen? That's When did this happen? I got a table for two. <laughs> oh, this was like at the peak of Downward Dog, too, man. I was hot. When This is earlier this oh, year? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. doing really well. No ah, one did that okay. to me back then. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's. I just wanted you to stay humble. I was like, dude, it's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah, thanks, man. For yeah. the rest of us, thank yeah. you. That kind of stuff's necessary. It's just yeah. so crazy with all the lines of communication nowadays that that could happen still, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Know, it, was wow. a pretty, it was pretty unreal. It actually made me respect you way more. <laughs> cool. You would do that to me. Well, we yeah. went and got a myself. steak yeah. the next week or soon we did. after. You took me out for a really nice steak. What I was going to say was we, we talked about the Golden Girls. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah. I started watching it again. It's the it's one of the best shows that's yeah. ever been made. Yeah. And I realized that and I don't know how you feel about it. Like do you think Did that, you drag him just to bring up the Golden Girls story? I kinda was did. That, yeah. Yeah. Did, you just, did. did you like it that's a no, lengthy drag. I, it was because we started talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And I got into it again. And it makes me feel better than any comedies that are out there now. Yeah. Do you Golden know Girls? why? I, Insecure I, gives me a really warm feeling. When I, I watch like, Insecure, I feel very like You do? Yeah. I feel I, feel I love stressed out when I love when I watch it. I feel very warm. You do? It's like a yeah. It's like a, this is a friendly place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all you know. I've never seen it. It's a real. Good, it's a real. I mean, they, you know, bad stuff happens, but the overall feel yeah, of the yeah. show is like very like you know, it's, it's comforting. Great. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know what it is. Like there's some there's some shows that I guess it's the fact that I've the way I've analyzed it is that you, the characters love one another and there's no yeah. real consequences so yes. you can just play and deal with death and you can deal with like speaking of dealing with irrelevant. death on TV yeah. you're writing for a show a Green Beret's Guide to Surviving the Apocalypse yeah man I want to get into that because I think that yeah. it, in a very real way yeah. I mean our podcast I'll remind the audience in case they've forgotten is called Get High and Save the World yeah. the world could very well end soon that's sort of the vibe out there yeah uh, that's everywhere. sort of the premise of the, the show the people too, I'm talking yeah. to is like the vibe is it's coming Pretty soon. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, this is, we're really, there's a lot you of know, positivity. You watch, you know, the shows, the movies, the everybody's talking about it. Yeah, man. You know, Geostorm, which may be Geostorm, out right now. Is that a documentary? Or is, no, that's a. It's it's a prophecy, yeah, is what I'm afraid of. Is what I'm afraid of. Yeah. I, so, all I know is in that one, Gerard Butler, is this, I think, just goes, they can control the weather now. <laughs> I like what he says. I like what he says. Is like, it, I thought it couldn't get worse than this. Yes. <laughs> in the preview. Yes, did. Yes. In and the preview. It's a paper cut. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I, was like, I was like, wow, this, yeah. is, this is like a level of cynical self-awareness that I can really get behind. Um, but so, yeah. You forgot what, what you were going to say what, for a second. No, what time. are the? Tell us about the show. One, sure. is it a real? Is it? It's, is it a realistic thing at all? Yes. And 
is it actually would it be helpful in case the apocalypse comes? I want our listeners to know that what what should they know? Yes, it's all accurate. So it's a scripted comedy show um, where an actual Green Beret is also the main actor. His name is Sean Vance, and he. I think they sold it initially as a non-scripted show, so something where it would be like a handbook of how to survive, how to filter mm-hmm. water, how to kick a like door. Like Bear Grylls sort of stuff? Yeah, but more from the actual Green Berets t- type of training. Like, there are some yeah. things we couldn't even talk about because, like, we want the Green Berets to Top only be the dudes that know about it. Yeah. So um, how do they like tell you? How, how, how do you neck? get to find out? Well, I do. Are they it, just like all right? A lot just of research. Don't just come on. You promise? Yeah, yeah. promise. They would. Right. The way that it ended up working is, I came on, and they basically need someone to rewrite or write all of the scripts, or eight episodes, and each one is about a different type. And they of got thing. your postcard. Yeah, and they they <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, and. Which he can turn into a weapon. That's the thing about the show. Is everything can be an improvised weapon on our show. Like, everything. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. And then it's so it's like um, a pandemic would hit or an asteroid would hit or a super volcano. Every episode, which I've been is, in the a, news every episode a lot, is a different event. Yes. Yeah. And then Sean's the only constant. Um, the other co-creator, Daryl, is also like a smaller character, but he plays various characters. And then we have a voiceover of a British actress who's really great, who's kind of when we need to explain what Sean's doing with his hands or building or we we can click into VO, he can turn the camera, or we have this guide where it's like it switches into graphics and animation and we show you how to survive a tsunami or how to oh, wow. how to get away from a super volcano. Is the animation functional or is it also funny? It's both. That's a good question. It's <laughs> totally unexpected question. That's a great question, but man. You really, yeah. Damn. Uh, we made eye contact too. That uh, sounds like a question a robot would ask if you if it was programmed to ask questions. I think, I think uh, there is going to be a reveal at the end of this season of this podcast. There's going to be a big reveal about one of Easy, one of our main characters. But uh, you know, I'm learning emotion, and it is intriguing to me. The question yeah. stands, sir. Yeah. yeah, they are <laughs> entertaining. Fun? They look yeah. almost comic booky as you're like turning through it. But yeah, it was great. Um, we shot up in Vancouver, which is a great place to make a TV show. It's really fun. Yeah, as long really as, is. even though I know a lot of people that were there longer on other shows, <clears throat> we're getting a little stir crazy. I think it's, I think it gets small kind of quick. Did you guys fight? No, no. Yeah. It was like Deadpool. Was no, I mean like, did he stuff. teach you like fight moves or anything? No, like but that. he, I had to write up a bunch of stuff, and he'd be like, okay, here's how I would do this, or like, oh here's God. how you Can disarm you three people. Like oh, weird? yeah, yeah, no, What's but yeah, good? give us some of the things. What should we know? Because there has to be some like useful yeah. shit in there. Mm-hmm. What? What can? <laughs> That's what I, I said. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, here's something yeah, I didn't know. Emphasis. You can use bleach to sterilize water, which I didn't know. Shut and up. it can still be drinkable. <laughs> yeah, hold on. We better wait a second. Don't, one, definitely don't try this at home. See? How much no, bleach? No, I think try it. Uh, well, why would you need to do it at home? Well, like if a huge earthquake hit and you you filled all your tubs and toilets with stuff, or the only uh. water you could get was from a river and you needed to sterilize it, you can use a, a, a limited amount per gallon, but it's like a cap full every. Whatever, six gallons. And you can ingest it. And then 45 minutes later, you can drink it. No way. Yeah. Can that work to like... Uh, um, Pretty weird. I like didn't in know a river, how like you, if you're like outside, like for survival? Can I ask? Yeah. Why would you have How did you yeah. dramatize that for television? We Duh. have... Poop. There's poop in the water. Capful in the gallon. Oops, six gallons. N- Wait. Crap yeah. water. Five minutes. It was in the zombie episode. I know what you're thinking. They slowly approaching. Yeah, no, they're the running full minutes. speed. So, so if you get rabies, <laughs> they, oh, they could be the fast zombies. We have and fast influenza zombies now. at the same time because there's no cure for rabies, even though you can get vaccines, but there's no cure basically. No cure. You and have it. so, 
That's what that means. If like, people, <laughs> if there's bio warfare and somebody put rabies into the water supply and everybody got it, but then if you have a type of influenza that it can make the rabies last for way longer. So you just get really aggressive and you're afraid of water, which is something about rabies, which is weird. That's zombies. That's how you become a zombie. And so, and you get hyper aggressive, but it wouldn't be like, I want to um, eat your flesh, bite yeah, you. Nothing bloodlust or anything like movie, but, but it would be very aggressive people that would fight and try to kill each other at some point when there's like. I heard so about that. It yeah. could happen. So we did an episode about that where Before they're they dehydrated in a, themselves to death. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then they, they, but, they'll okay, die. But hold they'll on. If, if you're a rabies person, yes, you're afraid of water. Sure. Yes. We all know that. Yeah. What about like a juicy fruit? You'd be fine. And you have to eat. Could you, would you be able to eat? Would a, yes. a rabies person eat fruit? Like so, a juicy piece of fruit? Absolutely. Oh, so then they gum. would. Then, then the period that they would survive would be longer because they would be able to maintain a level of hydration. And also follow up life. to that question: yeah, Can smart. they eat juicy fruit? The gum. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think. So they get a tiny little bit of moisture from so that too. The thing about rabies is that it lies dormant until you have a stressor. The thing about rabies is that it lies so, dormant. <laughs> you can, though, like you could, we could all have rabies and then another government could inflict a stressor in our lives that would like literally <gasps> like affect your immune system. No. And then that's when rabies kicks in. Like the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. With everyone. So, that's a movie. It sort of feels like you're explaining to young aspirant supervillains. I'm going to be fine. How should we take this off the air the and talk I wrote about a show a about it. I'm going to be fine. So, yeah, so wait. <laughs> so, okay. So, the fast zombies are coming. Yeah. The fast rabies zombies are coming. Uh, you put bleach in the water. Presumably, there's a couple other things you do. Yeah. It's always, well, it's a lot of the basic stuff. Well, it's the best example that I can give you. Like, um, I don't want to ruin anything fun on the show, but there's. There's a lot of improvised weapons on the show that Sean can oh, make on the what, yeah. fly. That's what I want. And, Is it uh, always to kill zombies? No. Yeah, sometimes different. it's to kill like... Um, baboons. Bab yeah. A baboon, for one, would be mm -hmm. a very good oh, food source. Oh, you do baboons? Yes. kill baboons? In Canada. It's weird up there. <laughs> and uh, I had this driver that picked me up in Canada, and he was like the guy taking me to set, and he's just pointing out the city really nicely. Like, yeah. just didn't... He could have just written in silence, but he, he worked on Classic production. Classic Canadian. And he goes, <laughs> that gelato place right there is the best in the world. And I go, oh, that's cool. And he's like, uh, but there's a line every day that's like, two hour wait sometimes and i was like okay so he's kind of dogging on a little bit but then because he's like a sweet canadian like five seconds later he goes but it's pretty good gelato <laughs> <laughs> it's like he couldn't leave it at sometimes it has a long wait now i'm gonna say something positive about it at the end he was uh, the and with that it. it's time is it for, for lightning, lightning, lightning round are you ready? So this, yeah. is, this is pretty intense. The rules are very simple and easy to follow. We're going to say it? them really fast, though. You do it. Okay, so we're going to, he's going to, or one of us I'll is going to ask you. He'll start, but I could, fit, I'll go rules. after him. But, okay. okay, so the, the, he, he's going to ask you five questions really quickly. Five questions. You're going you're gonna to have mm -hmm. to listen to all of them <laughs> yeah. in a row. Uh -huh. Then you're going to get 30 seconds and you have to answer all of those questions truthfully. Okay. And then I'm going to do the same thing again to you. Okay. So right? so the, it's a lot of, it's memorizing the questions. And so yeah, in order. And then I go one. It doesn't have to be in order, but it would be great. It's a low pressure situation, but uh, everybody else has been really high scoring. There are points, oh, okay. um, but yeah, it's low pressure. Don't worry if you don't do as well as everybody else. And I think I, you, you should ignore the the instinct to just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Like really answer them. Okay. okay yeah, but you only go. have thirty seconds at the same time. Oh, okay. Scott, are you all right? I'm ready. Yeah, you good? <laughs> yeah, okay, not dude? a lot of rules. Simple rules. <laughs> <laughs> Simple rules. Listen, man, we try to take care of you. Yeah. you know okay, here we go. Here's uh -huh. mine. Ready? Here we go. 
What's the funniest word in the English language? Who's the funniest non-comedy person you've ever known? Sex in the city or friends? Flip-flops or penny loafers? Who's the biggest dream person, living or dead, that you'd love to for to, to wear your mud flap swimsuit? <laughs> friends, for sure. I can jump in on friends. Okay, let's do that. Friends. Um, swimsuit, living or dead, Michelle Obama. Oh, um, she's Funniest friend, not in comedy, is a guy named Brandon Goff, who works for the State Department, I think. I, I don't really know. Um, and... Uh, da, 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 da. Funniest word is like banjo. <laughs> banjo, you're yeah, right. That banjo, was really funny when you said it. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Uh, did I get them all? Or was that four or five? Uh, you missed flip flops or penny You don't get to answer that question. No that is going to hurt you in the scoring. Damn. Um, I have a strong You got zero answer, points yeah. on that. I just <laughs> okay, zero points, damn. so you're sitting at a solid zero. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping for your sake you don't know, leave some goose eggs up at the end of I just have a quick question. You don't like sex in the city, or you do? Or you just like friends more? I like friends more. Friends are Seinfeld, though. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Well, we got those answers. Let's move, on. Man says. Let's move on to my lightning round. I will be honest, I stuck mostly to uh, your uh, your bikini, your swimwear oh, that's fine. line. Uh, I, uh, if you, three, two, one. Go. One, do you make the bikinis? When's the first time you saw a bikini and thought, I know how to help the world? <laughs> what would be the first thing in your guide to, in your guide, what would be the first thing in your guide to surviving the apocalypse? What would be the last? If it meant having a bestseller, would you want there to be an apocalypse? And what kind? Okay. Uh, yes, I designed the swimsuits myself. Um, I... Hope there's no apocalypse, but I would I would want it to be total where we all go. Everybody yes. goes out at the same time. Yes, Nobody yes. survives. Yeah. Earth. I'm glad you said that. Humanity's over. I'm giving him a uh, point. Painlessly or painfully though? Oh, this I've never seen this before in a lightning round. Uh, I <laughs> would want painless, this aside, instantaneous. <laughs> this doesn't count against your total okay. time. Uh, yeah. No, I don't want anybody to suffer. I just want a flash and we're all gone. Okay. Kind flash apocalypse. Okay. Got it. Uh, uh, Is that it? Uh, no, when's the first time you saw a bikini and thought, I know how to help the world? Oh, without a doubt, Fast Times at Ridgemont High Ooh. was the reason I probably made it now. It was a nice. game change. <laughs> Fair enough. What would be the first thing in your guide to surviving the apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, um, an axe. I would take an axe. <laughs> You'd have a physical axe in the guide. Yes. And that would be the first thing that you yeah. open the guide, boom, axe. Yeah. Can you All imagine right, killing someone with an axe? What that would actually feel like? Or the sound? Oh I imagine it'd be a lot like chopping up the a, vibration. A yeah. It would be just brutal, man. Not if you did it right. Yeah. I keep, clean, a, I keep a baseball bat right under through. my bed. Yeah, and, I have a bat. Yeah, which feels like it wouldn't do much, right? I, um, I honestly, know. I just I think I I don't have a bat. I'd use my brother's art. I have like a piece of my brother's <laughs> art. <laughs> I've always like go to first. <laughs> Even like, with him, he breaks in one night. Yeah. Like, come on, Rod. <laughs> come on, Rod. Yeah. Get out here, bro. <laughs> yeah, but both the, the funny thing is, it's both a rod-shaped a piece of art, and yes. my brother's name is Rod. So it's uh, a two-pronged Rod attack there. You made me uh, so I I was thinking, did you was it on purpose? Did you think? That like sex. Hold on, what would be the last? The last, I'm sorry. Thing in your guide. The, the thing We're I would not take. We're way over time here, but you need points, and I'm trying to help. The you last out. thing in my guide. Yeah, it would be the. What'd you close with? I I don't know what you're asking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> would you like if in your guide to surviving the apocalypse? Yes. What would you? What would be the last thing that you would include in there? Are you saying, um, like, what's the, like, headlining thing that's, like, the... What's the tip I would leave at the end of the book? Yeah. Um, what would you close with? You know what, guys? I'd say stay positive. Ah. <laughs> yeah. No. Good. Yeah. I like okay. that. I like that a lot. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a point. All right. Really? Yeah. Wow, was, I mean, I grossly like overextended the answer lightning period. Round. I interrupted constantly. Yeah, I can't nice really make slow a guess lightning round. Yeah. <laughs> Just creeping across the sky. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, I was gonna ask. Did, did you know? Like, did you think sex would sell with your charity? Like, was that a thing? Because it feels like it's it's body positive yeah. and it's and it's something to use what inst- the worst part of what Instagram could be. Yeah, for I, positive. Yeah, I don't think any of it's like. Uh, yeah, all those people just take those photos themselves and they send me stuff. I never post anything without anybody letting me know. But I thought it was funny to put like a fat guy on the beach is like the design is. You just put that on a woman's body. But if it looks really good in profile, I just thought it was a cool design to be like, guys get to be fat and it's totally cool. And then girls have to look great in bikinis oh. and stuff. So I just thought it was like a way to be like, like I'm rocking a fat there. guy. Yeah. And then, um, and then it turns out the white, can be see-through on some of them and uh, so oh, that so was an issue that, oh, uh, that was a bad thing yeah i think it's a bad thing it's not the message i'm trying to send out okay i'm not doing it for i'm not doing it to be creepy like i wouldn't want anybody to send me any like oh yeah they, they thought you were trying to it's like... always girls having like a really good time like having fun doing i don't know it's different it's not what i expected I, at I all i don't know That's if really you nice. meant the message but my wife thought it was uh i talked to my wife a lot about this show and she thought that uh it was it was I like a comment a lot about this show. on how uh thirst on instagram it was like a comment on uh thirsty accounts like how oh yeah like you're like taking it back yeah no i wasn't I thinking give, that yeah. but i that's good i'm into that <laughs> I'm Take into it, that. Man. And, you know, the ACLU, they, it's freedom of expression yeah, and my, assembly. And my, what is the internet but a place to communicate and assemble? Yeah, my dad is actually uh, doing a thing for the ACLU this this week, Thursday. He's uh, trying to, they're, they're sponsoring an amendment uh, to the state constitution in Illinois uh, for the process of discovery for evidence to uh, help uh, defendants have a better job of, of understanding the state's case against them what? in an earlier way. In, yeah, in the great. process of discovery is when the the prose- you know the the attorneys prosecuting the case present what evidence they're going to use, mm-hmm. and so the defense has a chance to sort of respond to right. it and account and for the, it. What, yeah, what are they doing? And uh, so my my dad is writing a, an amendment or a piece of legislation that would change uh, would would. Uh, start the process of discovery earlier and be more thorough in its language so I think that uh, the defense team and defendants would have a, uh, a more fair opportunity to defend themselves. That sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so yeah, so when you buy, well the tie in here is that when you buy Wait. a swimsuit on bagsoflove.com if you buy a swimsuit from bagsoflove.com or from our Scott, you can go through Scotty Landis's Instagram account. Yeah, uh, and and check out you can get information there. Though that money will go to the ACLU. Yes, and the ACLU will in turn help uh, uh, you re- help you receive a fair trial in the state and, of and Illinois. And tell people why not just give right to the ACLU and Planned Parenthood because you don't get something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's also uh, women's bathing suits are so expensive, and these aren't. So a lot of people are like, "Yeah, this is You're the right. this is the one I wear to the gym. Dude. This is the one I wait, swim wait. In women wear bathing suits to the gym. Well, a gym when they swim. Yeah. Oh, when they swim. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. They yeah. can wear them wherever gym, they want. That's what suits, I yeah. say. Yeah. I don't know why I got really sultry yeah. when I asked that. <laughs> 
Wait, what? Anyway, yeah. No, they don't. Stop it. I'll be very excited to see uh, see the board shorts. Are you thinking that black with a white guy? Yeah, I'll belly? do Speedo first just because I'll probably mail a bunch of those now, out. Like, are we talking boxer briefs or like a full, full-on Speedo? Um, I'll do full Speedo as the first thing to send out to anybody I know who would wear that even just to be fun. And then I'll do... Uh, like I, I don't like board shorts that are long. I like them short, Me like too. '80s dad. Yeah. That's yeah. what, that's what I think's better. Hey, and man, so we got legs. I'm, I'm we trying got to... legs. No need to hide them. Yeah, you know how to use them. Is mm-hmm. it that much cooler to cover 11 more inches of your leg? It used no. to be in the '90s. It was cooler. Yeah, now nobody it's wanted back. to see your knees. Everybody's yeah. like, if they Get saw your knees, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, how, is he just Gross. floating by? Yeah, I've never worn a speedo, but I assume it would be laughable. I think like I assume it, it would be insane. No, I bet it'd be great. I bet you feel so. Nah, you don't know what I look your like. T- your tan would be amazing. I, I'm gonna buy them. Uh, I'm gonna buy a one piece. Thank you. Well, we both we we usually give to yeah. the guest charity. So, oh yeah, please. We're gonna we're buy something. Gonna, What's the most gonna... expensive item you sell? That's it. The one piece is fifty-seven bucks. Ooh, not and... gonna buy that. All right. Well, what's the second? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I don't Wait, know. Wait, fifty-seven. Let's just skip ahead no, here. What's that's the cheap, man. What's the cheapest item that you offer? I think I think they're all the same. I'm so sorry. I think they're all the same. Okay. How about? Oh, I have a I have a thing that I need your guys' help with. It won't be right away, but we can call it even. Okay. I'm gonna do a charity event in Echo Park called the Fat Boy 1K, which is a downhill 1K race where you have to hold a solo cup of something in your left hand. It's gonna be at 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Oh my god! But I, if you guys will of mention it, why did this take so long to, yeah. to come up? Well, I was gonna do it with my buddy because he he's like a producer, and I was like, hey, here's what I want to do. And then downhill one k. Downhill one k. When is this happening? Well, I don't have a date yet. So okay. when I do, I'm gonna let you guys know, and then we'll just tell it. everybody. Yeah, and to I'll run it. it into the yeah, thing. and it's gonna be so everybody gets a bib. So we all have the photos <laughs> like we ran something massive. And then uh, yeah, you have to have a cup in your hand that's full. It doesn't matter if it's water or beer or whatever. 11 a.m. So you don't have to get up early, which is, is the best. And yeah, then the finish line thoughtful. is a bar in my neighborhood. So we're all just gonna run right into a bar. <laughs> Fuck yeah! What an amazing promotional opportunity. For, that bar, huh? for the LA, and that'll be again 100%. It'll be like $25. I'll get you a t shirt and a bib, and then everything else will go to either one of the LA food banks or one of the LA shelters. Do you have a vision for how big your charity, your uh, your shop could get? No, I don't. I mean, we'll see how the, the fat boy goes because yeah. if everybody just did that and sent all the money, you know, I think out here, because people like to do that kind of thing anyways, there's always 5Ks for everything, but if it, they know it's all going in the right place, I'm hoping I'll get 500 people I, at the first one. Can I ask something? I want to pitch an a, idea. I'm going to ask a question here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it at the same time. No. Sure. Yeah. How how easy was it to set, how hard was it to set up a website to do all this stuff? If someone else was interested in like, hey man, I, I can sell some cool shit that'll, con- that'll help convince people who might not otherwise donate money right i can you know i can Wasn't get them to give money to the aclu or plan or whatever that whatever that cause they want to they're concerned yeah. most concerned about they can be like hey i got some shit people will buy it that money can then go to help this cause i care about I mean, anybody can do it how'd you do it i did it through bags of love and then when i sell a certain amount they kick me the check for the difference between the shipping and everything so i get i've gotten two checks so far and then i put it into my own company and then i put it all into a charity so i do it all online too all like all the donation online how did you how did you know to like contact a company and be like can i participate as a vendor or something like that i just started i googled it i just started looking it up and uh you guys should have flula borg on do you know flula yeah so flula and i 
started a show that was called Flulanthropy, and I had to step away from it, but he ended up shooting it for CISO, and it was basically like a charity watchdog TV show where we would figure out oh, who were fake and just taking money, and then we would make them like basically do their the thing that they said that they were doing but they weren't doing. And, uh, yeah, so he should know a lot about charity watchdog super, stuff, like flulanthropy. Yeah. Flulanthropy. I was just going to say uh, I have a pitch for how to yeah. grow your your thing. Okay. Dogs and yeah. babies. Yeah. You're gonna have you make, thought of that? You can make swimsuits for dogs well, and I babies? Well, I do give onesies away. I have a, I've given, for like— dogs? No, but I don't have anything dog yet. But I wouldn't viral. charge for viral. that, though. Like, I would only—I'm I'm not trying Barry's to, like, trying to get swimsuits for his dogs right I'd now. I want you to make people. free swimsuits for his dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that for free. <laughs> that's easy. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just we send me gone, the breed and the age. and We've gone from donating money to the website to having you make us stuff for free. Body type. You anything from that. Okay, so we're going to— should we get on to the food? Yeah. Food. Yeah. It's time. Food. Time. It's time. Time. Oh, did you yes, man? Did you yes? Okay, here, quick. Sure, we're going to run yes. through these segments real it's quick. It's uplifting here. news. Sure. Ready? Yeah. Okay, this it's, is. Instead, it's like a did you know, but it's a did you yes. This is a weird oh. one. So I say yes if it's a yes. This was no, actually. No, you don't, you don't participate in this one. You can participate. No, yeah. don't, please. I think you should give me a point system on how good this is. Yeah, okay, I will. Here yeah, we go. Okay, I'm down for that. So there was this neo Nazi. Now, and he he was the uh, one of the heads of the National Front. You know mm. what that is? That's no. like one of the big Charlottesville. You know, like oh. mm-hmm. one of the big things. White supremacist guy mm. uh, came out today as gay and said he denounces white supremacy and that he's wrong for uh, for blaming the Jews for everything and wants to repent. What? This yeah. is today? today. When did this happen? Uh, after a lifetime of involvement with the far right, Kevin Wilshaw. Now, once Wilshaw, again, I, just, I will interject that it's not today. It's today when we recorded this. It's not the actual day you're listening to it now. That would be insane if I somehow knew <laughs> what happened that day. Uh, but yeah, uh, he came out as gay, and mm. he's been an organizer since the 80s. Um, he disavowed the movement, shared his secrets. I don't know what that means. With, like his secrets on how to be a Nazi, I guess, yeah. like a Green Beret, right? And explaining how he was both a neo-Nazi and of Jewish heritage, Man. and he hid that he was Jewish. Wow. Well, sure. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's terrible. Do I get points? I mean, it's good. <laughs> yeah, you get points. <laughs> Okay. You get three tiki torches. Oh, that's great, man! That's the most amount of tiki torches uh, Scotty's ever awarded anyone on the show so far. Yeah, so it is. That's okay. true. So, should we get on? So, this is a weird one. Okay. We usually have uh, we we bring in just we don't usually stack segments like this. That's all right. We usually do a smoother, more seamless. Emma's gonna episode. snip it up and just stitch it all back together. No one knows oh, who Emma is, right? Oh, uh, cool. Great. We should introduce our, her. Emma Emma's, is our amazing uh, technician. Mm-hmm. Our Emma engineer. Engineer. Um, do you want to do a no, quick? No, nothing. Uh, we were just saying. Oh, you want Emma? Do you want to do a quick like jingle thing, or, like a verbal jingle? Great, a, thanks, Emma. We got that from Emma. Right, okay, we got good. that. You yeah. got that. That was um, solid. That all right, was so this we, sure. we bring in foods that are good for the world or healthy for you. And this oh, is yeah. so this is a big one. My wife has decided to start making kombucha oh. at home. Okay, are we you drinking get, your wife's kombucha? You get, yes, you get a you get a mother. Do you know what this is? Yes, you put a mother. And it makes kombucha, and it, this took two. This is the plot to three Alien. weeks to make. Okay, it was sitting around for three weeks. 
We are the first people to try this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to ask me to drink right. the whole thing. Well, so I this, really uh, appreciate no, 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 that we're no, no, old no. enough because I was like, oh my god. No, 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 no. We're not. No, yeah. This isn't. This isn't like a fear factor. Yeah. No. Nah, man. Um. So. So I also found out. Do you know this is very good for digestion? I heard. And it's good for the world because we're taking back the production of things from you know corporations like Synergy. That make kombucha. Yeah, once again, we're, as always, <coughs> we're all about taking down yes. Synergy, the corporation. And if you have a warm place kombucha. in your apartment to keep yeah. kombucha for three weeks, you could do this too. Okay, so you want to do the honors? Here, you want to try it? Uh, try you're not going to take the, the first sip? This is you the maiden taste, taste, This right? is pretty amazing. Grace, shake? Grace, I don't Grace? Know. No, don't shake. Okay. Don't, Grace, do this not is shake. for you. The sip is going to Scotty's mouth right now. He's sipping. All right. You could say if it's gross. It's good. You sure? Yeah, it's good. It tastes like... Slightly, it tastes like untart apple cider. Oh, untart. Yeah, it's kind of got a flatness to right, it. Like it's it sour, but it's, it's not flat. It's okay. not like cider. Okay, uh, let's give it a, give it a try yeah. here. Maybe I'm wrong. It smells disgusting. It's actually smelled up our whole apartment. You'd say it's bad if it's bad. It's um, it's not quite apple cider vinegar. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It's a flatter that, right? <laughs> like it's smoother that, yeah, it's like smoother, like yes. even diluted. Oh, I like it. So, yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. That's good. It's oh, really, good. really yeah. well done. He's Yeah, he's having a second sip, so he clearly genuinely oh, yeah. likes it. It's really good. Yeah. Damn, it, it takes so long, though. So, yeah. um, so uh, this is something everybody can do. They can just stick. How, where do you get a mother tea from, a mother thing? You need to find someone who has a mother. And so that's you need the to only get it from way. Them. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's like blood in, blood person out. Yeah. Person. You got to find someone who has a mother. You can't shake society. I think yeah, you can somehow. I don't know you how. Just approach a stranger on the street and be like, "Hey, man, you look like yeah. a dude. You know what it does? It does do. Mother. It made me appreciate yeah. how long it takes. <laughs> Which really, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's really rolling the dice right there. <laughs> I don't know. Your mother. Yeah, but you know, it takes so long to make fermented things. Like yogurt takes weeks. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, dude. We just take it for granted. We made cheese as kids in preschool. They made us shake like jars of milk Mm. for a long time. Yeah. And then eventually it was cheese. Yeah. But it was like milk cheese. Who's got the time? Oh, I mean kids. They do. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Scotty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank um, you, can guys. You, do a, uh, you have the best voice in radio, so can you do a, a quick outro for us? Yes. Okay, go. You've been listening to Lucas and Barry. Yeah, that was sex, man. That was great. Okay, thanks, buddy. You're very welcome. Thanks. Get high and save the world. It's a good show. Let's say uh, Seinfeld was on an island, and he was blowing Boris Karloff. What would would that be like? (laughs) It might go something like this. Oh, Mr. Karloff, I loved you and Frankenstein, and I love giving you a blowjob. Why, Mr. Seinfeld, I'd love having you 